Jose Flea Market brings us stories of athletes overcoming adversity in their lives to succeed in school and in sports. This week we meet a walking miracle, David Gerganius, who had his heart stopped during a game just four weeks ago. Just last week he was back on the court cheering on his team. Welcome back, number 20, David Gerganius. To see David Gerganius on the court at this sectional playoff game is nothing short of a miracle. It was four weeks ago here at the El Cerrito Gym. David and his Gaucho teammates were wrapping up another victory. David left the game with just five minutes to play. He was sitting on the bench behind me. Uh, while the game was going on, it was about three minutes left. The... Uh, team start yelling out to me. Um, I turn around and he's, he's kind of laying on a bench like he was having a seizure. Coach Booker is also a Richmond police officer. He, along with a teammate's father, a local firefighter, started CPR as soon as they realized David had stopped breathing. I never thought it would happen, um, and especially to a kid that I've been knowing for, for a while, and um, I love, I mean, he's like a nephew to me. Um, so it was surreal, I mean, but something had to be done. Paramedics arrived and started working to revive this 15-year-old basketball star who just minutes earlier was running up and down the court with his team. They used the defibrillator. Um, I think they did it twice. Uh, they got, uh, they, after the second time, they got life signs and, and uh, then they rushed him to uh, the emergency room. It turns out David had a heart attack. He doesn't remember a thing. Uh, the night it happened, I didn't remember anything. I didn't remember anything. First thing that you remember? Uh, just waking up in the hospital, asking what's wrong with me. It's the worst horror I've ever experienced in my life. It's horrible, just terrible. I mean, as a father, I felt so helpless, you know, and I, I know CPR. I was certified in CPR for years, and all I can remember is someone dialed 911, and, my, my, and everything went blank because it was my child. Because David got help right away, he not only survived, he recovered quickly. Doctors installed a pacemaker, and David says he is back to normal feeling no pain and enjoying the chance to cheer for his team. I mean, it'll, be, it'll feel good to cheer my team on, even though I want to play so bad, but yeah, it'll be good. The Gauchos won the playoff game with David having a great time on the bench, laughing and clapping for his team. The heart attack was a wake-up call for everyone who looked on in shock to see a 15-year-old down on the court, not breathing, with his heart no longer pumping. It was uh, horrifying, very catastrophic as like kind of like your world coming to an end when you see one of your brothers fall, so. Daniel's father is the firefighter who helped save David's life. To have him back is great, and we're happy that God blessed us, and we're thankful for the people that were there to save his life. My dad, my hero, I love him, I'm proud of him. And Coach Booker, too. I mean, there was a lot of angels in place, you know, between, from the first responder, like I said, between Michael Booker, Dan Rice, uh, Daryl Jackson from the district attorney's office, um, there's a nurse, Yolanda Webster, you know, from Richmond Kaiser. I mean, just a lot of experience, a lot of really trained personnel to do this on a regular basis, on a day-to-day -day basis. They were able to jump in and help save David's life. And I'm very gratitude and grateful that they were there, and God bless them. The Gerganius family is now looking to get the word out to other parents of high school athletes to make sure they're aware of their athletes' physical fitness before they go out on the courts and fields to play. Great to see David back on the court. I remember taping his brother at St. Mary's. Very talented family. Yeah, Larry Jr., a great, great player, still doing very well. But uh, yeah, it really was great. Great to see him back. I don't, I don't, you Absolutely. know, no, no pressure. But uh, any time spite though, pressure or time. <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if you got the time. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I got it. <laughs>
I see what this is. I see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, mom sent me with last night. The, uh, you know, it's good to see you. You know, to, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know you. I know you're not riding around in my wing anymore. You know you got your own your own situation now. But <laughs> what does that mean, man? Why are y'all doing this to us? Hey, you you just waited the hell out of me just now. We, 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 we just got on the elevator, mom. And it's different. It's different because it's our moms too. Like them, our moms are like are really our partners though. That's what I mean. Like that's so you can't just hit me with that. All right, which all right, all right, all right, fam, I mean. you got me. That's what I mean. Like I already knew how important it was for me to slide out there and take them out or whatever, but <laughs> I'm like that was already worked into the equation. I got that, but I didn't know that I was about to like pull out this part of you. I'm like, oh Man. shit, okay, you got me. You gotta love it though, for sure, for sure. It's all love. It's all love. I just love. I just love seeing like, you know, we're we're getting older, but also like them getting older. Yeah. And like that's just a beautiful thing. Just like we for granted like folks just being able to age and like seeing like the difference and just like the personalities and i don't know time doesn't mug to like folks so it's hmm. just dope no i was thinking it like going back but it was hardcore yeah that's what that's like, what started i started but that's what i mean like they're there we we came again our parents were kids essentially when they had us so it's like they're still going through their like nigga could you imagine us with kids at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. And like, you know, life changed a little bit, but they were, for the most part, they were still living, living. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, they lived that out the entire time. So it was just like, I for sure couldn't imagine. I know the level of selfishness, but like, yeah, I, I had no clue. I would have no clue. Nigga. Self, I'm still really selfish, but. 21, exactly. 21 year old money was extremely selfish. Bro. I'm still mad selfish though. Bro, self aware selfish is next level, bro. <laughs> like when you know you selfish, bro, and then this is just what they could doing. No, don't be in an argument with your chick when you're 21 and she go, "You being real selfish right now." I know. <laughs> <laughs> what you want um, me to do about it? This uh, me. Oh uh, no! Nah, if, if you automatic uh, cop to like whatever it is that somebody yelling at you about, then there is no more argument. No. Like where do you go from there? Like, you, like they, it, you can only get angrier because it's like, nah, that's not even what that's not even the type of energy I was going for. <laughs> like, nigga, I wanted you to get back and be like, I was trying to prove a point. Yeah, I want you to be in denial. I want you to be in denial. I want you to have a comeback, but you are gonna say, I know. What's wrong with you, sir? Bro, that ain't what I was. That ain't what oh, I came here for. Man. You did not give me my fix. Therefore, I'm about to go into overdrive. I just like my my college girlfriend. When I see her, I'm gonna just dap her up and be like, Are you a real one that's for, put, for putting up with me, like. That's what's up. 21 year old me was sick <laughs> sick bro i'm still low-key sick but it was like that sick was different that's what's up man <laughs> man i'll never remember when y'all when y'all, when y'all tricked us in the moving y'all bro don't hey why you gotta tell that story <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't it, I, on on life but that but you know what you know what's crazy though because you get older and Oh, this is man. Let's start the show before we get into this. Please remember this. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I am LG, and we're back another episode. What's of, up? What's up, man? Before we get into it, uh, today's episode, in addition to our normal sponsor, Northwest Pizza, salute to Morgan. This episode is also powered by Coffee and Bullshit. Hey, the Coffee and Bullshit podcast, hosted by Travis Hinman, dear friend. Shout out, um, shout out. I had the privilege of being a guest on this week. Or not? Sorry, I don't know when the episode will come up, but I had to the privilege of being a guest 
great episode, great content, great conversation with in, with um, with interesting people. Um, he's at he's at all kind of people from di- different walks of life, different um, different passions, different careers, and just different takes on things. And he's it, a KC guy, right? He is, man. Uh, battle, um, it's a battle it's today. It's a battle. Uh, we're, a battle we are family, but ri- as of right now, we will be on hiatus until after Super Bowl. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're recording this pre-Super Bowl. So I saw Travis last night. He came to the show. He came to both shows, actually, this past weekend. We were up That's in right. Oregon. Um, my brother, man, I love you. Uh, right now, if you're listening to this, go follow uh, Coffee and Bullshit 2020 on Instagram and then subscribe to the podcast across all streaming platforms, uh, Coffee and Bullshit. Back to you, man. What up? I didn't trick you into helping me move. Hey, man. <laughs> I, ask yeah, ask Poe that question. No, Poe Poe still gets angry about it. I bet like, he still his he, like Poe Poe's funny because his ears sort of like steam when he gets mad. For sure. So the fact that when you bring that up now today in 2020, that was what was that 2011? Maybe that was so long ago. That was so long ago. And the fact that he still gets no, it wasn't even that long ago. It was like oh, no, I mean, it was even longer ago. It was like oh nine. Damn. Like that's how long ago that was. Damn. And Poe still gets angry, angry, but. What was funny about that, hmm. and the reason why I got a cop to y'all being right about me tricking y'all into it, hmm. is because, you know, how, well, maybe this don't happen for you. I'll speak, let me, because I, I always do that. I always try to make it general when there's some shit about me <laughs> <laughs> to sort of soften the blow. But all my exes, when when the, when the, like, when the sort of, like, parting uh, uh, notes are all the same, hmm. it was like, Horrible communicator, selfish. Like it's it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Pretty, I'm consistent. So there's something. There's got to be something there. They can't all be mm. crazy, you know. Mm. So the horrible communicator part. So you know that you know that uh, that word board that goes out. Like it's like a splash board, and it's like the most frequented um, words that'll be like all your words that pop up in that yep. collage. Yep. Horrible communicator, <laughs> selfish. Um, by the way, that, by those way, that, two. That's, that's the latest corporate thing. And I'm like, bro, this is like the most elementary thing y'all could do. And that's funny as hell they're doing that. So behind on just regular I'm emotional just so, just intelligence. So but yeah. <laughs> no, but that that it's, it's hella funny because I was like, in my mind, that didn't go that way. We was going up there to have a good time. And me and Paul weren't 21. So then there was that. I was sick. Like sick as shit. I don't even know how I got that sick, yo. But that was it was from that. That was that summer. We worked out like in dog. I lost like sixty five pounds that summer. Damn. And so it was like my I don't know what was happening that trip, but I was like that was like the worst part of the summer in terms of like whatever illness or bug I caught. Mm-hmm. And so we get up there, and my ex, my girlfriend at the time is moving out of her place, and it's like oh we gonna just bust it down. The fellas here ain't gonna be ain't gonna be nothing. <laughs> and the look on these two nigga faces was like, oh, he can't be serious. He didn't drive us all the way up here to move shit. Nah, bro, nah. We got to rewind this oh, entire God. story. Oh, gosh. Because we drove out there. So <laughs> the night before, this man, Monty, gets rest, right? Me and Poe is like. No. Right. Huh? That's not how that went. See, that's why the story's fucked up. It wasn't rest, nigga. I was upstairs dying. Okay, bro. so Monty was dying, <laughs> aka rest. <laughs> and uh and me and Poe is like, I right, bet. So Monty getting rest. What we gonna do is, nigga, we about to pull an all nighter. And stay up. And so we was we was we was drinking and we was just up bone, uh, playing bones and just talk, shooting the shit. And we stayed up all night. So we thinking, okay, so Monty gonna drive because he know the way, so it's good. So in the morning, Monty dead. 
and we got to get in the car. So he's like, fuck. So I'm like, damn, I got to get in. Okay, so I got to drive. So uh, so I end up driving. Keep in mind, nigga, I ain't got no ills. She's So Christ. like, I'm like, fuck. So it's good, it's good whatever. And so, you know, this, this is nothing. We, we mob. We, we, we mob. We mob. We mob. We got this. So we mobbing. And we probably get, I don't know if it was, I, I doubt it was halfway. Yeah, nah, just and a little less than halfway. It, it, and then we uh, get pulled over. Um, I think, I believe the reason why they pulled us over was because they believed that we didn't have enough people in the carpool. I don't remember what that reason was initially for them to pull us over. Nah, that's some bullshit because Highway 5 ain't no carpool. Okay. So, so it's the like they were, just, they were just fucking with us. Okay, so they, 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 did some, they did something random or whatever. Yeah. But we was just mobbing, fuck it, you know, yeah. sleepy and all. But uh, <laughs> so I pull over and then uh, so when I pull over, they go to the car. Of course, they want my ID, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" And so this that's all I got. That's it. And I'm like, and they they're like, "You do know your license is suspended." I'm like, "I do," but the person that has a license is dead right there. <laughs> right like there. literally, I'm looking at him. He's like, "So that means you don't make the trip?" And I was like. Nah, that's not what it means. Because nah. I, cause I was back in my defensive day. Yeah. Like, my, my don't the, give a fuck if you authority. authority. Like, bro, <laughs> like, so, like, I got I got answers for all this shit. Man. But, uh, nah, fuck all that. So, we finally get all the way out to what's name. Uh, no. Stop. See, niggas always tell parts of the story. What you talking about? The officer wakes me up in the back seat and is like, sir, sir. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, because I didn't, re- I didn't even realize we had gotten pulled over. Like, that's this is how sick I am. He goes, sir, sir. It's like, what, man? It's like, hey, you ain't got no seatbelt on. Nigga, I can't breathe, bro. What are you talking about a seatbelt? <laughs> it was full harassment, bro. Like, and the then, entire thing was And then proceeded to throw the ticket on my chest. Because he's like, nah, you're going to get this ticket, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you sick or not. So then Poe gets in the driver's seat. Poe gets to Reading, which is probably like another 40 miles down the road, and goes, I'm going to sleep. So we are all in, mind you, we're in a two-door Dodge Neon, my nigga. Bro. We're all 6'3 and up. Dead. We pull over, sit in the parking lot, sleep. We might as well be in the same position as your, as your, as your dead ass. And yeah, may as well. Because, nigga, we literally <laughs> chose to, do, to use the entire <laughs> the entire night nigga, to just have like the wildest of fun. Man, we, so we sleep. I go, all right, bet I'm good. Y'all can sleep. I'll mob the rest of the way, which is Reading that Ashland is three hours. It's not bad at all. We get there. Niggas go right to sleep. And uh, and that's what we wake up to. And then we they wake up to like, all right, guys, we got to move. And they're looking at me like, oh, fuck you forever. And I don't. They didn't. They didn't talk to me the rest of the trip. It was like some mean, some mean girls shit. Like they just were like, "Fuck money." For we went into money mode. Yeah. So I'm notorious. I'm notorious for shutting down when things don't go my way. They're, that's not their style. The fact that both of them did it at the same time was fucking priceless. I'll never forget <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I'll do random shit like getting dropped off downtown without knowing anything about downtown. Like, and you were fine though. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, when, I mean, it's, it's no different than any other downtown. Exactly. I'm gonna say when you've seen one downtown, you've seen them all. Yeah, I figured it out. No matter, no matter what city, state, is <laughs> always the one spot yeah, that you got everybody a downtown goes to. And I'm familiar with. It's good. There's a one spot that everybody goes to, and there's the one, the one cat that's to connect that can get you anything you need. Oh, it's love. Anything. It's love. It's love. Oh man, that was a good trip though. That was yeah, it. Was um, we just got back. Uh, we went up. Uh, we did a show at Northwest Salute Morgan. Uh, yes, the whole yes. staff for hosting us. Uh, Ariel, it was a lot of love, man. It was it was a lot of love in the building. I got to see my sister Nikki, Travis, Adam were incredible with with just the production and putting together everything everything for the show in terms of what we wanted to accomplish. The band had a great time. Freak had a great time. Um, got to see Davion. I got to see my 
Gee, this, this um, you can relate to this. Um, I went back to watch. Uh, I went to I, I went to I went to the school and watched the watch my team play. Watch my old team play. Watched uh, I watched the SOU men play Northwest. Um, they're currently uh, ranked second in conference, mm-hmm. and I literally haven't been to a game since I stopped playing. Um, I haven't set foot on that campus since I since I left. Um, I haven't seen my coach since then. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just dope because like the minute you get there, I saw Bobby, see Matt say like all these all these people that meant so much to me at one point in time, and it was like still that same love, you know. Yeah. Um, and jo- like Josh McDermott, teammate, brother, like somebody I've stayed in contact through with the, through the whole time. Um, he he's come to shows in different states for crying out loud. Like that's really my bro. Um. Just just going back to the school and seeing the team and like seeing what everything's morphed into. They got a new gym, new new gym and everything. It was just it was just dope, man. Nice. Um, it's but we started the conversation talking about well, it's funny what time will do. Yeah, you know, and uh, and it's crazy because I like I don't know if it was ever determined whether it was good or bad terms with with coach. I never ha- held any ill will towards coach and I don't know if he did towards me that don't really matter because I, I never processed it that way but mm-hmm. he came to the show last night hmm. and after the set he came gave me the biggest hug and was like I love you and I'm so proud you figured out how to share you with the world that's dope I, I don't and for whatever reason no specific word, words meant the fucking world to me I don't know yeah. I, I don't I don't know how or why but they did um and it was just a beautiful moment in terms of just like what, and then and it's funny because a lot of the newer mute the new album because we performed like four songs off the new record that's not out yet. Mm-hmm. One of the lines specifically is referencing when I was ready to quit. I, we had this conversation and I, and I called my mom like hella hella frantic. I'm ready to get out of here. Da, 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 da. And she getting in the car. I'm coming to get my baby. Da, 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 doing all that shit. And then she something in her told her to call my call your dad mm-hmm. call unk and then unk called me like yo your mama isn't in the car on the way to get you you can't leave mm-hmm. basically uh we talked about what that conversation was yeah and so in one of the songs i referenced that specific moment and to say to say those lyrics with him in the room was just a really big deal in terms of just like yo this is how things were going from my perspective but right. I'm so glad that I didn't quit because it really shaped the the way I would attack everything else in the rest of the world. Like a like a little adversity, and being pushed and being uncomfortable and being challenged and and, and figure out new thresholds. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's a fine line between you know just 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 blatant abuse and torture, but I do think there's something to be said for starting like right around our generation, maybe a little bit before of things being a little PC and coddling and and mm. us being a little sensitive. And so it's hard to really determine what is, what's, what's going over the line as a coach or a mentor or a teacher or whatever. Yeah. So it was a weird phase where everybody's trying to figure out like, oh, you kids are soft, right? you know? And so I don't know. I think, I guess, I, I guess for me personally, I think back on it now and I'm so grateful for for being challenged that way because 
what ha- what happens if I if I do quit if I do leave mm-hmm. and come back home and go oh I'll figure it out I'll get another scholarship somewhere man do you know how many kids to class of 2007 transferred or attempted to transfer and came home did the JUCO thing and couldn't figure nothing out like it was it it was damn near impossible to figure out you yeah. know and so the numbers are staggering so getting in a place staying put and seeing yeah it no through. that's for sure a process that you gotta have somebody help out help with. you yeah like that's not yeah. a because i did that and there is no like yeah you try to do that solo trip like there was still like a aura of like who i was but yeah. that you know that can only go so far yeah uh without like having somebody connected that's a lot like having a manager you know what I mean? exactly like somebody <laughs> that like just does like the the groundwork you yeah. know what i mean because if you're the talent or the um or like the creative or whatever, then sometimes you just need somebody just to bridge that gap for you because, you know, shit. Being a person that does the stuff, you'll be like a – I can attest. I'm crazy. <laughs> I've, I've said that numerous times. <laughs> so, like, I will stick in – if even if I was wrong, I will stick in the the wrong of it and try to figure out – you know, where my right was inside of what, like, why was my gut feeling this way? Hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll stick in that and just understand that that eventually will make sense for, at least for me. But that's not, you know, that's not always like the, the best route to take things, you know what I mean? But you definitely need somebody like to bridge that, that gap for you. I, I believe that. <coughs> Excuse me. Nah, man, that's, <clears throat> that's exactly what it was. It was a lot of, I don't, and, and, that part of it wasn't necessarily intentional. I just really, really, I was just really excited to showcase um, the new sound, the new band, and yeah, a place that means so much to me. I wasn't thinking just about to play out that way. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about no weird closure, none of that shit. I just wanted to go. I missed, I missed my family up there for one. Morgan, Nikki, Trav, Davion. Like I, I, I genuinely missed them. Um, they they get to sort of watch everything from afar, so it's like, man, let's let's take this up there. We need to get proof of concept. Uh, there's a venue, there's a space, there's people that give a fuck, um, and we can just have a great time. And then the Jay Lately show just happened to work. I salute to Jay Lately. We play, we open for Jay Lately in Grants Pass. It was again another beautiful night of just dope people, and and it, uh, it's just it's just dope watching independent artists grinding and, and get it out the mud. Um, but that would, at no point was I thinking about all of that, and it and it just happened to be that it was a really it was a really really dope experience. So to everybody that came out um, last night, it's we're recording this on a Sunday. You guys are here at Monday. This was Saturday night at Northwest Pizza in Ashland. Super intimate. Uh, the video looks incredible. Adam is a beast. Was up early sending me clips and shit like that. So um, and to the band, man, my my guys, Marcus, JJ, Brian, Keith. Freak is a motherfucking superstar. Like, like the way everybody just sort of just fit in and played the role. Soundtrack, um, he and I tore it down the night before. Um, and still trying to figure out a way to integrate him into the actual sonics of the band because I just think it will be another dope element. We're going to figure it out. We've been talking about it. But, um, yeah, man, had a great, another another great weekend. Um, we're, we'll be we'll be on the road on some family shit this week, this coming weekend. How you yeah. feel? You, you looking forward to that? Are you nervous at all? <laughs> no, I'm excited, man. I I was thinking about it, and I just I just felt like it was it's just great 
that we were all able to match the schedules up finally. Yeah. And do something like this. So I'm I'm just excited. I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah. yeah I think it's I think it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope because like everybody are like really adults now. Yep. So like. I'm not in that. I'm not in that in that headspace of like worried about shit. Like it's just more so you gotta appreciate. Like this is what we have like wanted out of the fam mm-hmm. from like the beginning. From the beginning, you know what I mean. Like the how we were all raised together and stuff like that. So this was the moments that you were looking forward to is when we can all just kind of just flex together, which is dope. Yeah, and I and I hella and I hella salute Todd for that too because. Um, oh yeah, big, big up. We went. We went. I went out for his charity event this year and one of the first things he said we're sitting at dinner that night and he's like yo like I think we need a family trip he's like he's like I love the way y'all move and he's like it's just weird that I ain't got to tap in with the with the fellas like I really want to tap in and for whatever reason I just respected that shit so much because it was like his ability to sort of process what our relationship is to being in tech yeah and him wanting like nah, bro. If that's if that's if that's how y'all operate, I need to tap in and and get on the level with with them too. I was like, damn, that's hella tight. And so he was pushed like he said it that night. And I was like, man, like just 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 plan because yeah. it's like he, nigga, you busy. Ain't no way you about to take time to plan a, a cousin's trip like on your off season when you could be doing anything. Yeah. And sure as shit, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm look at like February and then come to it. He was like, hey, can everybody do this date? I was like, man, that's crazy. So I'm just excited because, again, like exactly like you said, seeing everybody in a position to sort of just be able to do it is a really big deal. A random weekend in February, um, we can kind of go get away and just and just check in with each other and have a blast because it's like those are the those are the things that make life worth it just those awesome. memories and awesome. i can i can say for myself i don't know if i always valued it like that um i credit that a lot to to you and poe um about the mind about being mindful about the mindful about the 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 uh the collective debauchery nigga. like like let's go fuck around and just have and make some memories because post thing was like nigga you can write all these raps if you want to you ain't living so i really don't care and <laughs> and, and and he ain't he didn't mean no harm he's yeah. just that's just how poe talks yeah. he's like dog like you just writing raps you you weird bro like you're not outside though like you know so <laughs> it's just it uh, make, it makes sense dude yeah. it makes so much sense yeah no that's effective bro like it's just a way of like speaking with it being like you know with it actually you know pulling a strand of yourself which is dope um and it's also dope you know that's a credit to yourself as well that that you know that sticks with you and that's the reason why we all cool with each other bro because man, we literally know how to talk to each other in order to pull out the best of each other. Bro. So that's just like some, you know. Well, in the spirit of knowing what to say to each other, oh, shit. I, don't, I ain't like your energy on Friday morning, cuz. What's up, I'm man? I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't, I didn't like your energy. energy bro. So we left, we left, we pulled out from in front of Freak's house at 6 a.m. We hit the 505 right around, give or take, 730. Mm hmm. And I'm sitting in the way back of the van. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I hear this 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 intro, mm. and then this voice that's mm. just familiar proceed mm. to snap. Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, that was cute." Mm. That's what I said. I said that was cute. Mm. My ears perked up a little bit. Then this record called Mahogany, Mahogany. comes on, mm-hmm. and Mahogany this a- on this alien. Dashboard. 
This alien proceeds to wrap in a pocket that is humanly impossible. Bro. And I go, I so full disclosure, we had just rolled up, so I'm high high. Oh, so you're 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 really insane. I'm high no no no, but and so but because I because I was at high though, it made me go, Oh, maybe I'm tripping. Mm. So I sat through like half of the song <laughs> and then not only did I stand up, I stood on the seat in that's, the van that's comedy. and said, Hey, start that over. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made Freak wreck. I scared the shit out of Freak because the like, music what? was the music was blasting. I was yeah. like, "Start that over!" And the whole van looked back at me like, "Oh, this." Nigga also, bro, wild. that is the best way to listen to music, like especially new music, Yo, is to be that lifted, that lifted, and that far away from the console and that you would like. Because I didn't know it was coming on. I knew, yeah, I knew it on a road trip. I knew it had come out, like but there, yeah, I'm in this place now where it's weird to wear headphones in a car. If somebody else got the ox cable, it feels like disrespectful. Mm. That he, I don't give a fuck who it is. Mm-hmm. If whoever got it is trying to put me on something, let me turn these headphones. On. So I don't put, I don't wear my AirPods in the car no more. Yeah. Um. So whatever we was going on one and freak, you know freaks. If freak put his phone on shuffle, nigga, put your seatbelt on because <laughs> at one point it went from Sada Baby to fucking uh, Rolls Royce. And I'm wishing on a star. Like that nigga. <laughs> like from Sada Baby to I'm wishing on a star is the craziest shit, right? Um, but but fucking um Mahogany comes on, G. I'm like, yo, start that over. Mm-hmm. And then like no, can you start it over again? So Freak started mm-hmm. over like three or four times and I was like, Oh, this is this this is this Wayne Wayne. Mm-hmm. And so I get in the group chat with you and Poe. Nigga, you you you, cause any any other morning you in the gym five thirty, nigga. Why 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 are, why are our phone ain't blowing I'm, up? I'm throwing random shit at y'all. So yeah. yeah so I'm like I'm like, why are you chilling today? Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was like, oh, this really his nigga. He's saving this for that's himself. Real. He don't he don't care about what no, nobody like, thinks. Bro, that's really my nigga though, bro. Like <laughs> I, I cannot even play about that, bro. Like Wayne is literally my favorite rapper of all time. Oh man. And to have that moment. It was almost like, oh nah, I'm a. Is at least at least it was a big enough release this time. Like it wasn't like one of the last two mixtapes where he actually was uh, filling this out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, these pockets and you know the the rapping wing was always there. Mm-hmm. It was just like getting the the music wing back into it. You yes. know what I mean? Like the love for the game back into it. Yeah. And uh, to feel to hear it come all together now from listening to the last last two mixtapes, I was like, nah, these niggas. I have to listen to that shit like they just have to tell me about it now because i'm like bro i've been hearing like the lead up to this and then finally this is the product and i'm like nah i'm waiting for, wait for these niggas to tell me something about what's going on over here and i listen i just listened to that whole thing throughout the uh gym and i was like bro this shit is crazy so you just wanted that for yourself basically I wasn't about I wasn't about putting niggas on the way no more. It like, did. I, I, it just I was, it, it just didn't matter. It just didn't matter. Done. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's also a space that like with the greats, you know what I mean? Like the the folks who have proven themselves year after year, like pe- like the people that people are putting on now, th- wish that they could have a run like a Wayne. Wish that they could have a run like that's a fair. how many how many how many times have we talked about that that Wayne run being. The only the only thing remotely comparable to it in terms of in terms of impact, the only thing and this and this ain't even fair. The yeah. only thing remotely comparable is fifties run. Because of the mixtapes. But that don't even count. 
and fifties run wasn't as long. And was it? Wasn't was as it? Near, and that's and that's why I say that's why I say remotely. It, it, it's remotely yeah, and, like and by remotely it's still a world for away. sure, for sure, for sure. Because there is no, I don't think there's been like a it ain't it a ain't been nothing. Of it ain't it ain't been nothing like it ain't been nothing like Wayne. You know and we I mean? we like, talk about that all the time. And like Wayne has been duplicated. Like you can arguably say all the rap, all like all these new rappers that y'all love and stuff like that. They all have all semblances of Wayne, like Lil Baby, Lil Baby Thug, all, Gunna, all like them. every everything, you, everything. Them. They everything recently tried love. to give Thug all the lo- all the love for what what he got from Wayne. Yeah. They recently tried to say that there is spitting images of of Thug, mm-hmm. and bro. It goes up the ladder from there, bro. Facts. Like, but um, yeah, no, nah, I've I've gotten out of that conversation. So let's get let's get into it though. Yeah, yeah. Funeral funeral is out. Uh, new Lil Wayne. Um, we talked about. What was that, Carter Five? Mm-hmm. When we talked about Carter Five, um, there was no denying how great the music was, but mm-hmm. it's it's Wayne. Mm-hmm. My beef with Carter Five is that it was so old that Wayne wasn't attached to it, so I, I'm i not attached to it and Wayne not attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was evident. He When he did his crown, he did all his press for Carter Five. He's like, man, them songs is five, six years old, bro. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And, I could, and as a creative, I couldn't respect that more. Because you guys held it up and didn't want to put it out when it was ready. And I'm just thinking about some of those songs that are on Carter 5. Had they come out three, four years ago? Oh, my God. That Travis record? They're, they're so ahead of the game. That Travis record had it they're come so, out when so it was supposed to? They're so ahead because they were old and they it was almost <clears throat> as if they were perfect for the time. That for the time, in. exactly. And so now you jump ahead to the funeral and what you need, what the people who who are new to the to the Wayne phenomenon or, or, or late to it, I should say. Um, you get the proper context of why he's held in such high regard. Uh, how much of the Drink Champs did you get to listen to? Um, oh, my favorite part is Nori reading the questions that Hove sent in. Yeah. That meant so much to me um, because those those two specifically have Nor- influenced. Nori did, a, Nori did an amazing job in an interview. It for the first time in God knows how long. No. <laughs> but that that that, that also just show like how much respect you have for like, well, that the person that, that was part because you don't get Wayne interview exactly, and, so and he had to bring his A plus plus plus. And that's and that's why I always Nor- Nori. I I poke fun at Nori, but Nori is one of my favorite people. He's made some of my favorite moments in music um, since I was a kid. So I, I Nori Nori's legend the interviews started out so great because only he could get certain people and then he just started kind of not really tripping and then he lands the wayne interview but of course he lands the wayne interview lane respects the fuck out of nori like any any rapper any rapper's rapper would because Mm -hmm. of what nori again what nori has meant in terms of innovating and and advancing Mm hip-hop um so he has these questions from all these all these rappers that revere Wayne the way we do as fans. And the first person he starts asking questions on the behalf of is Jay-Z, my nigga. Oh, my gosh. Man. And it just so happened to be the one track we always debate. The yeah. show me what you got shit. Yeah. And I'm and I was just sitting there and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't see L today. I can't see L. <laughs> I was listening to that shit. I was like, oh no, because that like we literally almost had fights over to show me what you got, Wayne freestyle. Because it's like, oh, that shit is harder than Jay's. And I was like, so it's it's only better because Jay did it first, and it's easy to do something <laughs> that, better when somebody. Argument, that was my argument. You could go. With. That was that's my logic, bro. Yeah. And so to hear Jay go, 
the Wayne version comes out and he had to go look in the mirror and question whether he wanted to still do this is hilarious to me because again it 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 sort of locks in my theory of people that are that successful mm-hmm. um don't have shit to do with talent it's their ability to recognize just greatness and Completely. be and allow themselves to be inspired by it Completely. um how you channel it at different stages of your life is different. So mm-hmm. I do feel like Hove went through the, the the stage of channeling it as pure competition, where it's fuck Nas, it's fuck Wayne. Oh, nigga, I'm coming back at these niggas, and that that's healthy too. Mm-hmm. I do believe that's healthy. We got to get away from that shit and not thinking competition is healthy. Oh, nigga, man, on some man to man shit, getting out like there have been there's there's science to prove getting out that competitive energy helps with depression and stress and all that shit. So. Mm-hmm. If if y'all not being competitive, like get back on your competitive shit. Oh, this is true. me putting out there as a note to self. Figure out, <coughs> figure out a way to create a shit. <clears throat> so there's that, and I'm just like, and back to the mahogany, the hearing the mahogany record, which is track two. It reminded me of Prefix Wayne, mm. and Prefix for me, because it's right out of the squad shit. Because mm-hmm. Block is hot, Hot Boys. 500 degrees lights out like all that shit is really really great mm-hmm. right like it's really that, that's hella great juvenile leaves shit gets weird and then and then the squad starts to form and then it's some some new york mixtape shit but it's niggas with accents doing it mm-hmm. and you're like what is this and why do i love it it sounds like these niggas recorded it with a handheld mic in their living room this is remember we freaked the fuck out over the squad mixtapes, bro. It was so telling though for him to talk about the mixtape portion of his career, man, and like how he even like got into the mixtape part yeah. was just being able to do something separate from Baby and them who wanted who had their vision already, yep. And that was like kind of like sneaking off from them in order sneaking to sneaking off from the family, go do some sneaky shit, bro. Like, to go yeah. get this shit off, bro, and like and it, save it and saving cash money in the process, bro. Like and crazy, and it was just crazy to know that like Baby knew nothing about that because his yeah. focus was always on like the the big picture or whatever. Yeah. So like that was something that was able. It was just like a perfect storm of shit that bubbled, bro. Them bro, Cash Money will have a hell of a uh, like. Doc, book, whatever the hell they want to put together at some point. Because that shit, that's that's just a crazy-ass time, like blip in time. Yeah. No, I just, I can't wait for that story to get told because it it is one of, like, black American folklore. Cash Money, No Limit, um, Death Row, Bad Boy, Rough Riders, Murder, Inc., uh, priority, not not, not pri- priority as in what they meant as distribution to all these other labels. Rockefeller, um, rap a lot. There's a there's a DJ Screw biopic series about to come out. The Wu Tang baby shit negotiating on that split. <laughs> no, seriously, this is however that negotiation took place. Nick, on the on the on the back of Jay Prince and Master P. You see, okay, you see, and this is so funny how this and how how corporate works anyway. All right, you see what No Limit did. You seen what Rap a Lot did. Now here these other kids come, that got a little bit more. They got the streets a little bit more. Okay, so naturally, if we're forecasting properly, they have the ceiling to do quadruple what they just did. And so, ba- and and hopefully, Baby and P have been able to have that conversation and like my niggas salute. Like, 
I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And P's able to like, no, nah, I'm glad to see I opened the door for some other niggas. Like, again, time. Hopefully, time allows for that, because a lot of none of that shit happens without the other, right? You oh, need one to do the other, completely. and the hip hop evolution does a really good job of depicting that, of what southern music, how southern music just just opened up the door for entrepreneurship, and we're getting all we're all over the. This is the shit that Wayne and Cash Money sort of do when you have well, this discussion. It's that interview, that interview being attached to that album. Yeah, to have that great, um, that great like book of work mm-hmm. uh, attached to him actually talking <laughs> to the public is. But like, talking to somebody who he respects, and so you get a, well, it you, we got we got it a shows. completely different Wayne than work than we've it, gotten it, it in the last shows. ten years. You know, and it, also shout out to um, like. Wayne, um, Wayne's coherence in in the, in all this because what you mean like he, did you did he feel sober to he felt he looked he sounded healthy he 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 seemed very healthy mm-hmm. he he seemed that's what he, I noticed he seemed the all the way there yeah um and he seemed like he seemed like there was a very large chip still mm-hmm. you know what I mean like uh because you got to remember. Um, when people would say that Wayne fell off or whatever, or it just wasn't as potent as the mixtape Wayne, you gotta remember that that's why he was building Young Money, and he had these other artists that he put to the forefront. Stop so, there! Stop! 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 Huh? Cause we don't do that enough. What you just did? Huh? We're quick to say. Oh, Puff shelved this nigga. Hove didn't give such and such a chance. Whoop de whoop won't. Never, never. Uh, or M M fell off. There but is no never, Drake that we know. There but is that's, no but that's, that we know. That's there is the point no I'm, Tiger that we know. That's the point that I'm about to say. How do you? When do we take a step back and go? Fuck, man. Thank you, Wayne, for really doing the service of putting people on. And that means sometimes that means I gotta fall the fuck back. I gotta get out the way. I gotta get low. I gotta go figure some shit out so that they could live. Why don't? Why don't? Why? Why? Why wasn't that the conversation? Well, it's because I I, I think it started with people heard him say that he was the best rapper alive, mm-hmm. but I don't think they felt him actually believing that. So I, so I think once you cool. once you Gee, actually find me find please find me a person. That at the time could dispute that. No, they can't. But I'm saying like even like, but also in in time, people forget. So like, if a person has Damn. proclaimed themselves to be that way, Damn. and and actually, you don't take this person as ever doing anything half-assed. Yeah. So if they actually believe that, then there is nothing that you can tell them. Facts. And then when they have the numbers come in, meal in a week. I mean, uh, you know, doing 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 the numbers yeah. in that week. Was that Carter? Was that Carter, Carter three? three. Yeah. And that numbers actually come in for Fuck, that man. rock star status now. Mm-hmm. My nigga, what can you tell me now? That Carter three tour changed my life. Bro, that Oracle a million. Oh my god! What can you tell me? Fucking uh, when he came out and did, uh, yeah, I think he started the show with Mr. Carter. Hmm. And I was like, yo. Mm-hmm. And what was so dope is that. Wayne is one of Wayne and Hove. They can do these B sides mm-hmm. that make the crowd lose their mind, and the people that are there that were there to hear Lollipop, that were here, there to hear uh fuck what was the other uh, single off of Carter Three, the Bobby Valentino joint. 
Uh, uh, Mr. Officer. Mrs. Officer. Yeah, Mr. Officer. The people that that were there just to hear those songs are standing in the crowd looking at the fans react to motherfucking um, 500 Degrees like, what mm-hmm. what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um I'm I you know what I what I took away from the interview and the yeah. album yeah. was ultimately being grateful um for his health mm-hmm. um for whatever space he's in now mm-hmm. and grateful for Nori and EFN's platform for us to allow to, for us to be able to to give somebody of that stature their flowers now I don't want to wait for Wayne to tell him how much he meant Wayne single-handedly carried hip-hop for let's say let's say let's say in a vacuum his run was five years Mm -hmm. no we can't say that because in that five-year span he finds Nikki Drake and Tyga I'm give a fuck how you feel about Tyga Tyga has too many hits for me to disregard him I'm sorry um, Bro, so tell that, me somebody, somebody in one year that put out seventy um, features, seventy features, and had, and I want to say, fifteen of them landed at number one. Something silly like that. Easily. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it, we 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 can't. There's not there's not enough flowers for just the individual, and and that's and that's why I've 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 been in that in that corner this entire time is just because <laughs> I just remember. Me being a, a a a young person from East Oakland, and there was two individuals that I could I I I lived and died by in my in my um in my you know development ages, and that was Eminem from back when I had that uh, Slim Shady LP. Oh my um, god, this nigga L tape. This nigga I'll L. I burnt that shit out. He the, no, you recorded a uh, hi. My name is you. You you. Recorded the video, and every time I would come, the first oh, my time my video I, tapes was nuts. Yeah, the first time I, I ever saw that the, video, I wasn't waiting for the box. I was recording all that <laughs> shit. The first time I ever seen that video was at your house, and you're like, "Yo, check this shit out, guys." And we watched that shit like ten. Well, you times. know how you know how crazy you gotta be like to uh to record that stuff, but know like where all the all the videos are on that. No, recording. the markers. You knew exactly what the mark that video like without having the record the actual marker on there. That video and um the uh. I can't stand the rain video, the oh, Missy yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. watched that them shit over and yeah, over video. and over again. Yeah, fuck that calling stuff. Bro. We recorded. <laughs> we shit. had our own. We made. <laughs> they made their hey, own box. You know how sick that. niggas got to be to make their own box. Like, nah, nigga, I'm not waiting for it to come back around. Y'all take too long, bro. Way too long, bro. I ain't about to wait for y'all. Um, Call in for that shit. What do you? What do you want to? What do you want to close out on Wayne? Did we? Did we miss anything in terms of covering that? Because I really want. I, I just really wanted to come in here and, and just big my nigga up for 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 still being the greatest. Basically, um, I mean, I think what's understated about Wayne is um, how well his song making ability is. I don't think enough. Goes. Okay, now stop it, nigga. Ain't nobody ever said Wayne can't make a song. You wilding now. Song making ability. You're wilding. Though, You're wilding. I think now. people forget. Bro. You're no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not. I was going. I was going to come in here and let you get your stand shit off, and then you just wanted to take it too far. No, nigga, ain't nobody ever said Wayne can't make no song. Nah, man, we used to have these battles in the car, man. Who? You know, me and you, man. L. Okay. Y'all be forgetting. You're bugging. Y'all be forgetting. At no point did I ever say Wayne couldn't make a song. All right. Are you crazy? All I'm saying is, man, is that 
I remember folks thinking that my man lost it, and then he did. He ain't lost shit, bro. Niggas, oh, niggas still know how to okay. make songs, bro. No, I, but okay. See, that's where niggas got to stop. What's up? That's where niggas got to stop. We what already we got, what we got to do, man. What we got to do? What we, do? we already established what M, what M was doing was just weird, man. Okay. Let some other niggas produce the beats. We've already established, like nigga, my 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 beef with Wayne was was like nigga when he's locked in, he's locked in. When he ain't, he ain't. I'm you're not just gonna give me bullshit when you've given when you gave me prefix suffix. Uh, uh, the both the dedic- uh, all four of the dedications, nigga. You don't get to just pull up and give me no bullshit. I'm sorry. I get it. I, I get the scale that people are grading things on, uh, but I just don't understand how you cannot weave through listening to somebody who has put out so much volume and get what it is that you understand from like what they're doing. I just don't get Hell, that you're not, you like, sound I, like, like I, you sound like Kevin Hart. You ain't saying shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, can we talk about can we talk about that Kevin Hart uh toast? Bro. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Hey Kev, hey Kev man. They, they they gotta stop doing that. I've man. never seen somebody somebody this, this say gotta so, be the last this gotta be the last year that they that they do uh toast. Yeah. I, I've just never seen somebody say so much and not say a fucking word, bro. Like, what are you saying right now? Kev Kev is a little lit. No, but, he was big lit. He was but, big lit. Uh, but on top of that, I mean, another car accident thing happened this year. Uh, but yeah, that that right there. He was happy. To, Kev was happy to be alive. Kev was happy to be alive, and also Kev was like, I feel like Kev practiced that <gasps> speech before then. Did you think so? And it came out that way. You know what I mean? Like like I'm he rolling. had he had bits and pieces of the shit that he's actually trying. I'm to get hella up. I'm hella rolling with that. <laughs> like now his like his, his thoughts are so jumbled up. So he, I'm pretty sure he had some fire shit. But then it came out like that because I think I've been drinking. So, because um, because you know that toast is coming because he did that shit the year before. Yeah, no, he's he's notorious for those. No, he no, he's coming for the toast. Like once the toast happens, Kev is front and center in the middle. He's got some shit to say. Um, but no, but I'm, I did, but I did offer of what you just said. I just wanted to go to one thing that was on my list. Huh? Was uh was the um dot the was it the dot maker? So I was talking. So I was talking to my the partner. dot maker. Yeah. I, I, I Tell me more. So I um I um I was talking I was talking to I was talking to a friend of mine right, and she she tends to like ask, uh, hella questions. So like she asked twenty one questions. Is is okay under, like, five to ten minutes. Is that do you because I know you? Yeah. I'm going to assume that you actually like that. You're not annoyed by it. Huh? I'm gonna assume that you actually like that. And you're not annoyed by it. No, no, no. Because you actually appreciate. Well, it. well, I'm, I'm big on information as she is as well, so mm-hmm. that's dope. So like, it's just more so. I, I see it as you just want to get hella information. I understand. Yeah. So you just constantly are trying to get more information. I get that. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. But what I found out about myself was that like when I'm like how you just how you just said that I just said that whole thing and didn't say nothing. <laughs> I've I've mastered that art of not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, so, I only I only can peep it because I do it too though. Bro, it's like, so, it's like fam, you didn't say nothing. So I came up I came up with nigga the term for the the term for that is that nigga that means that you are a dot maker. Oh. So you don't you don't get enough credit for it. So you know the person that didn't get the credit oh. was you know remember those books when we was all young and you just had the dots that made the shape of the thing that you were trying yeah, to connect. Yeah, by the time you connected, you yeah. Just so I'm, I'm I'm here to just put the dots on the page. Okay, and then you no. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you're doing it again. Now you, no. <laughs> 
this nigga just went from, I don't be saying shit because I'm the dot maker. L, what kind of drugs you doing? I need those. How do you don't just think of that? You bro, in just... the moment, bro, that's what hit me. Like, like after, like after, after she said that, brought that up, oh. bro. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, you might be the sickest nigga in the bro. world for coming up with that. Like, bro, that's I, what you came. I was, up with. I was like, you know what? That's crazy because I feel like I don't get my credit for the shit that <laughs> I, I do be saying. So, because I'm the dot I, maker, I feel like the person that that put them dots in that page oh, didn't get their credit either. Jeez, L, you're worse than Poe. <laughs> you might, me and Poe. To this day, I'm afraid to go to Hello Stranger because I think that they think me and Poe are lovers, bro. <laughs> me and this nigga Poe had a full argument in the middle of the club, and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Oh, yeah, we done done that. You ignore my feelings right now. Mm-hmm. And the bouncer's looking at me like, are these two niggas lovers, bro? What they got going on? <laughs> and the last thing I said to Poe before I stormed out and made a scene was, I'm not one of these bitches you be talking to. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga hit me with... Poe hit me with, I hear your feelings, but you wrong. And I was like, oh, you oh, you think you talking to one of these bitches? I'm out of here. And this it walked out of there with so much sass. Bro. So I'm not going back to Hello Stranger. That's ever. Hella funny. Oh man. You feel like you feel like that's a that's a imprinted memory? Like Gee, they was looking yeah. at they was looking at us so cr- and it was what's nuts is that you know how hit or miss Hello Stranger could be. Right. That's the, how the chicks was out that yeah. night. Yeah. And 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 choosing at that, and me and this nigga in the middle, in the middle of the bar arguing. Oh no, nah, we'll do that shit in a heartbeat. Oh, that's that's why. That's how you know this family shit. Uh, <laughs> Niggas have a full family moment in the middle of some shit that's popping. You want to stay with music because we got we got new new Russ. Yeah, we can, um, we can stick around with that. You you I would I want to say you Raj. Maybe just you and Raj, or oh you Raj and Push. Sorry, Push. Because you, you probably pushed before the two of you guys. It's like, yo, fuck with Russ. And I am such a... This is hard to admit because you're not supposed to be able to compartmentalize. But for whatever reason, personality and authenticity mm-hmm. matter so much in music for me. Um, and that's not to say that everybody I'm a big fan of is authentic. or Because like, I don't know. I don't know these people. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So, But I, I'm going based off of my sensibilities... And word association and how and just how you say certain shit, mm-hmm. I feel like I got a I got a good gauge of what you really about basically. Right. And Russ, for whatever reason, from the rip, rubbed me the wrong way. Um, mm. Even as talented as he is, got it. Um, not quite in the logic, not as quite as egregious as logic, mm-hmm. but in a in the same stratosphere. If I'm being honest, gotcha. Um, but then with that. His music is just so fucking great. Like, there's no denying that. That kid's music is exceptional. Mm-hmm. And I've I don't I've had I haven't heard a Russ song that I didn't like, if I'm being honest. It's hard to. Um so the shit with Guap happens. I think that's the part that makes everybody mad though, because if you if you dislike his songs, then you also hate him. Yeah, if so you if you so either hating the person, yeah, if you if, if you, you hate the music, then you just big hating it. Yeah, if you go if you I can, you can hate the person, you can hate, you hate the, the person, music, but you, there's nice. nothing you can say about that kid's music. At least at least not for me. Yeah. Um. So then this album comes out, and I'm like, well, people that I trust, fuck. I mean, with hardcore him. people could say it's too poppy now, but, but that that's hating too. That's big hate. That's hating. Yeah. Um. 
But I, but for me, we just had this conversation about people, like the people you fuck with and how you get put on the shit is based off of how much you trust them and their taste. Mm-hmm. I fuck with your taste. I fuck with Push's taste. I fuck with Roger's taste. So now, now I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then what's this new one called? Hmm? What's the rest? What's the new rest record called? The record or the album? The album, sorry. Uh, Shake the Globe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake the Snow Globe or something. Shake the Snow like Globe, it. yeah. yeah. Fucking incredible again. That Benny the Butcher feature. Oh my god. Benny the Butcher. That the shit he was talking on. Guess what? Come on, man. Uh, my personal favorite song still is Nighttime. That that, that Nighttime shit. That's Nighttime that, is what that, you that, sent me, and I was like, Yo, this Rihanna shit go man crazy. Down, uh, uh, sample yeah. boy. Yeah. It's... I see in in and also, man, Rihanna. I need you to drop that man down. Uh, song as the video was and not the album version. Like the out, like the the, the uh, actual song is so dark that yeah. they had to make it they had to super do it, pop. Yeah. Like they had to you know speed up the the music and make it more of like an islander poppy yeah. uh, deal on the album. So I couldn't really find the the gritty. Yeah, which is understandable. It's Rihanna. So. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. What? So how did just what just in the landscape of. How much great music you can get in a single day? Because this is this is just Friday we're talking about, mm-hmm. and we're only talking about two albums. There was four others that were exceptional that that j- j- just on a on a major platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the Russ and the Wayne were the only ones I gave. No, I gave definitely, runs. definitely uh, separated themselves on this one, uh, which I think helped out both of them. To tell you the truth. Um, uh, just to have that competition on the same day, uh, with them having their own fan bases, I think is gonna just elevate the sound of both of them. Just because they were both just great projects, mm-hmm. I would say. So, Wayne's is Wayne's is super long, uh, but then again, we're in an age where you can you know put things into uh, playlists or. You can listen to it whenever the hell you want to. So I don't want to hear no more shit about long albums. Yeah. Now, my only my only beef with albums is <coughs> that I don't think you can grade it or um, put it into like any award type situation hmm. if it is below ten songs. You did say that, you but, mean, if, that it, was, you, but if it's ten or more, I don't care how much more it is. Yeah, as long as it's at ten or more, then that's a good enough sample size. To at least start putting it into yeah. like award stuff. So You've been consistent say. with that Rock yeah. the Pusher record. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I loved it. You loved it. It's just not long enough. That's yeah. all. Um, I don't. The Terrace Martin record. And I hate came when out. People, I hate. I hate people that do that shit too. Like talk about like the thing like like trimming the fat on mm-hmm. some of these projects mm-hmm. for some of like the long standing people. Like if you're still a new artist or you're at the the middle part of your you know your your uh, career or whatever. Yeah. Or the early portion of your career. Yeah. Then yeah, you can condense the fuck out of your album yeah. if you want to. Yeah. But I think it once you've pr- you have a track record and proved everything, then bro, you can put as many songs you want to. You could do whatever you you have earned the right to do whatever the fuck you want to do. G, you re- do you realize how unique of a perspective that is in present day? The well, people's and you. Well, it's objective. Like motherfuckers ain't objective. Like just, you, just say that it's not your it's not your cup of tea. But you actually listen though. But well, that's and, that, and that's the difference. We I was having a conversation with shit. Every studio I've been in in the last month and a half every artist that i respect is telling me like yo i made this amazing album and 
people don't even know such and such record is like niggas ain't making it past track six. Mm-hmm. And and I'm these are people I fucking revere. Mm-hmm. And if they're telling me that's happening to them, I'm like, damn, who was y'all fan base? Because mm-hmm. I don't have that. I mean, like if you look at my Spotify numbers and everything, it ain't that many people listening, but they listening to the whole album, right. you know. And so it's just. I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a strange place to be in as a creative to not know mm-hmm. um, at a certain threshold because mm-hmm. a lot of people are just there for the look and not really there for the content. Um, on the other hand, when you have more of a niche demo, mm-hmm. like dog, like the the songs that people were yelling out for us to perform last night was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, album cuts from LMA. Album mm-hmm. cuts from Last Marauder. Album cuts from Mercy. And I'm just like, dog, like, how do y'all know them songs? Yeah. I don't know them songs. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's a, it's the reason why I'll still be committed to the album or the mixtape forever because mm-hmm. there's just so much joy in, in curate being, one, being able to curate that much music and then having people fuck with it through and through as a cohesive thing. So I, I appreciate that perspective from you because it's more incentive to stay committed to that. When I was, to be, if I'm being 100% honest, G, mm-hmm. based on those conversations, I was starting to get swayed. Like, damn, maybe I am putting out too many, too many songs. But mm-hmm. it's, I, it's the only way I know how to do it. Like, mm-hmm. them 50, them 50, the power of a dollar and all that shit, them was, it was hella songs on them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dedicate, how, how many fucking songs on Dedication 1 and Dedication 2? Shit, like 20? You know what I'm saying? And, and some, oh man, but some of them only one verses. Some of them is three verses, though. Where Wayne just felt like just felt like flexing, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 how I, I it's how at least my brain processes it at, processes it as flexing in a modern space where niggas can do exactly. two and a half minute songs or a minute and a half ninety seconds is what they giving people now. It's counting as a song. Mm-hmm. If it's ninety seconds, you can put that shit up for streaming. All right, bet had that, but I can rap, my nigga, and mm-hmm. for long periods of time and I'm not going to ever run out of shit so I'm just want to f- separate myself flex and then dare niggas to try to keep up you're going to embarrass yourself basically Completely. you know so yeah no the flex is important I think the I think what happens a lot and I understand it on the creative side is that since it's such a personal um, like a piece of you mm-hmm. then um, all reviews tend to factor in including the ones that literally are just coming to talk shit yeah you know what i mean like and i think we got to get a a better gauge um on the creative side on what impact you're going for and what you're looking for uh for yourself like are you making yourself happy in this and if you're making yourself happy in this then taking what comes with that and building man because like if you out here doing work for other folks then Best believe it's always gonna be a slippery slope. Always, always gonna be, always. always gonna be fucking quicksand. Yep. Forever. Yep. And that's the beauty, and that's something that we can all take from Wayne is that Wayne has not been a part of this world for a long time. Yeah. Now that nigga started very early, so it makes <laughs> sense. But nigga, that's that's it's the truth. Like yeah. that nigga has been making music for uh-huh. himself mm-hmm. for a very long mm-hmm. time with with. Um, you know, with influences from the folks that are attached to some other things, you know, the Max that have, yeah. you know, been in other places and, you know, can give them a good ear on things. But of course, you know, um, we, hey, I don't know how many niggas out here making Harden. 
Now they can make they could they can have that beat and, and not they, do that. And they and can they can do any of that subject matter yeah. with that many words. They will they will space out the fuck out of them words yeah. in order to get their point across. Yeah. But this nigga gave you bars. Chop. 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 Inside that's, of a song like that. First thing we said that's, that's, that's gonna be in a strip club. Chop. You know what I'm saying? And I just it just watching the hip hop evolution. Shout out to Irk. Irk and um and D B like Monty. Why aren't you watching Hip Hop Evolution? And I, I explained that. And so watching the the latest edition where they do the Southern shit, mm-hmm. um, the diabolicalness of New Orleans hip hop when Cash Money came along mm-hmm. versus No Limit mm-hmm. is so dope. Because at their core, Juvenile, Manny, they're like boom bap backpack fans. Mm-hmm. But they're from New Orleans, so Manny's like, well, what if we do that shit on some bounce records? Mm. And Juvenile was like, well, nigga, I can rap rap, but let's just do it on some bounce records. Mm-hmm. And Wayne is like, oh, man, look at Juvie and them doing that shit on bounce So Wayne, Wayne is just hove on bounce records, but he's probably more MF Doom yeah. <laughs> or, or Three Stacks Oh, because oh, he could just find a pocket. That I don't, I, not that Hope can't find it. It's just not. It, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, but it's more three stacks, Doom, Eminem, Wayne. Like them niggas just find a different space to just sort of go, and Dot Kendrick. Mm-hmm. That's the class of niggas that just can do something that everybody else can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just it's just mad diabolical. Okay, we spent way way too much right. time on new music, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Terrace Martin sounds of Crenshaw. Please go get that. I forgot that was another one that came out this week. Um, the fucking Terrace Martin is our Quincy Jones, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, such a special dude. I got the I had the privilege of being on a record um, with him, Kill Two, and he's the reason I quit my last job and have not worked since. <laughs> um, I remember when Kill Two came out, and shout out to Jasmine um, Nicole. She goes, "Hey, bro, salute my nigga. You on a song with Terrace Martin?" I was like, "Huh?" Because when I did that verse for Sue. It was just the beat, like, mm. and then Sue got with Terrace and sent it to him, and Terrace saw fit to play to do the craziest sax solo, um, on that song, and so it's like, it's, I mean, even before that, um, when he was MD for Snoop and and brought Thundercat on the scene and all these great musicians on the scene, Terrace has been the guy for me personally, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that he, you know, where Kendrick, how Kendrick, sort of utilizes him how Mac Miller was utilizing him, how Thundercat is utilizing him, how all these artists in L.A. prop up Terrace. Man, we salute you. And and another person that needs to get their roses in real time because he is the glue to everything we know and love coming out of L.A. right now. It's a Pimp a Butterfly Sessions, uh, fucking with Kamazi. Um and, and I'm and it's hella shit that I'm not able to name because it's just he's he's done so much. You know, so salute to Terrace. Uh, enough with the music. Pre-Super Bowl, give me a score, go. Uh, the the over-under is 54. Are you going, let's do that. Are you going over-under, over-under 54 points? I'm going over. You're going over. I wish I would have bet when it was 50. I don't like it at 54. Mm. I liked it at 50, though. Fifty felt right to me. Fifty four yeah, feels. Fifty four feels right. hot. Fifty. Yeah, fifty four is. 54 it was. Is it right was at there. fifty. Like like, 
last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about it. I was like, ooh, I should have played. I should have bet that. Yeah, because uh, that would make sense on the odds maker side because it can easily be 27-24. Exactly. And it'll fuck up everybody's shit. Yep. Or fuck up the at least Vegas shit. Yeah. But uh, Pushing it to 54 fucks everybody. 54 though. definitely yeah. fucks up a lot. Yeah. But uh, so you got over. I wonder how the they send those rules to code with that shit. You got your over then. You, you still, I, I, even, I, I, even with 54, you got over? I for sure got over. So oh, I, I, I like that. I, I got over, and I'm thinking it's going to be, um, I want to say, I would say 30-27. who? Chiefs. 30-27 Chiefs. I am nervous as shit. Mm. Um, styles make fights, mm-hmm. but I'm not one of those naive niggas that don't go, all right, yeah, but we got your number, nigga, and we don't give a fuck what your style is. We're going to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey, I push it to one thirty-two. So we're good. Uh, Kelsey and all and all these other people. Uh, Kelsey Hill, what's the other kid? The the the, the rookie, the second the second rounder that they got. Oh my gosh! I didn't, I didn't realize that was Wayne's art. Uh, Wayne's uh, yeah, one of his one of his athletes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then Sammy Watkins all of, all of a sudden wants to be nice again. What? That's funny because Sonny Watkins had one game and then he's now he's now he's like I'm not sure if I'm gonna if I'm gonna uh, sign back with the team. yeah man if you don't sit your ass down Sammy your career was over nigga if you don't sit down somewhere I don't know if they can afford me man my nigga we ain't see you in what five years you know years. what I'm saying uh, so their 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 speed in 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 um in tandem with Andy Reid's genius. I don't ever want the fact that Andy Reid was able to accomplish what he was like those Philly teams. Outside of Donovan, outside of Brian Westbrook, and then when they eventually got T.O. Mm-hmm. But before T.O. got there, it was some average-ass wide receivers. It was, just, it was just Westbrook and just Donovan McNabb for the mm-hmm. most part. To me, I could be wrong. Um, and then that defense was so stout. So then you get him to KC where he got some, some, some weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Some of them chip bubble screens that he does with the tight ends. Uh, you're talking. You're talking. Uh, you're talking a one-yard pass play that can break for seventy yards at any fucking time. Bro, they put a lot of speed on that field. A lot of Bro, speed. Bro, it's gonna be a lot of speed on both sides. On that's both. Crazy. On both sides. So that's why I say, Styles make fights. I'm nervous. Uh, Niner fan. I, I wanted to talk about that too. Um, my grandparents um, came from Louisiana in the late fifties, hmm. uh, maybe a little earlier than that, to be honest. Um, and they that my dad's side of the family in particularly they came straight from Louisiana straight to San Francisco, mm. and so you 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 know you you context of how people are tethered to certain things and and what it, and and I know oh I ain't watching football Kaepernick and all like yeah I I, I get y'all I'm I I, I understand it one hundred percent the 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 tethered to sports and and teams and shit like that is 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 so is so deep rooted and has different meaning. My 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 dad's side of the family they came from Louisiana straight to San Francisco, and immediately were were independent black business owners um, in tandem with sports teams and shit. My uncle, uh, one of the more famous barbecue spots in the city, brother in law's barbecue forever. The line would be around the block, and the the play the football players frequented. 
that that place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it's just different. Like my dad, he my dad my dad came for the podcast a couple weeks ago. That nigga had on drip forty nine er everything. You know, uh, my mom gets on everybody's nerves with her forty nine er shit. But it's you know it's it means a little something different. You know, so I I literally went back and forth about whether I was gonna watch the game locked up in my room by myself because the last Super Bowl. I watched with a room full of people, and I to this day I blame that loss on all them all that energy being around me. So I was like, I'm gonna watch it in my room by myself today. We got a chance to win it, <laughs> but I was like, now nah, let me go enjoy this with my mom today. So, yeah. um, now I did that the whole finals with uh, with Cleveland against uh, against the Warriors, bro. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see nobody. Like because like, I might fight. Like it was good that like the one year that Cleveland had everybody playing at the exact same time I could be out and about cause yeah. it's like an equal fight Yeah. but yeah, that last year I for sure was locked up like Man. I'm not about to be in none of these open areas at all watching this massacre at but, all <laughs> but so anyway. I have I have uh, 27-24 27-24 okay yes Niners um, holding on for dear life hmm. um, and a stellar game for, from Jimmy G um because I, I think I love I love how I love so how sort you're, of you're put, you're putting you're instilling confidence in Jimmy G. No, not even instilling. I'm just I'm just I just love how the media the media is starting to feel like an easier and easier job. You can be prisoner of the moment. So I oh, got it's easy. It's easy job just because you can just say that you got a source and you, uh, yeah. you can get your whole shit off. Yeah, but watching everybody go, well, he hasn't done anything. Um, there was a whole, like, third of the season where the defense was beat up and getting abused, and the running game just wasn't really working, so they had to pass the ball. I watched I watched Jimmy be, be efficient and, th- and making plays beyond 10 yards, mm-hmm. where the rest of these quarterbacks aren't throwing past – Kirk Cousins ain't throwing past seven yards. Tom Brady wasn't throwing past seven. Like, I'm watching this shit. Fucking Mahomes. He gets his deep plays off, but for the most part, them them be one- to three-yard pass plays that just break for long-ass plays. You know what I'm saying? So watching Jimmy and Shanahan's uh, deep uh, offense drop back and hit hit, uh, Kittles and hit Debo for 15, like, come on, man. Like, I'm I'm just excited to see – I'm excited to see – them load the box and then and then Jimmy just just fucking go oh this y'all gonna give me these lanes all day mm. and then them over adjust and then the running game just come lay the hammer now so that's that's why I said get the get put the points up twenty seven twenty four um, okay. Niners okay so I'm I'm excited and again we're recording this Sunday it is twelve fifty p.m. kickoff is at three thirty we trying to get the hell up out of here. Um, I know you said you pushed it. What you, you? But we didn't have much else, G. To be honest with you, did you have? Did you have? Any, you wanted to talk about the, the corona. <laughs> Is it corona? What's the corona? The corona? Yeah, the corona. Couple of grape sodas. Couple of grape sodas. That shit was so racist, bro. The f- okay. We we often we often we often heart back on like how homophobic shit was in like elementary and middle and high school. Mm. How racist was everything, though? And every single thing. Everything was so racist and so homophobic, bro. That shit is crazy to think about in hindsight now. No. Yeah, it's kind of cringeworthy sometimes, but uh, 
Also, some shit was just funny, bro. Some shit was just funny. Some shit was just funny, bro. Like, I wish we could find like a middle ground to still be able to be funny about shit. Yeah. Like, if some things could still just get off being funny and not being so sensitive, then that would be great. Yeah. But I guess that's a thin line, especially if you're like like the. I don't care, bro. I'm always in a in a protected group, nigga. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. We were the original group. The original, the original man. You feel me? <laughs> so, nigga, protect me at all times. Protect man. me. <laughs> uh, nah, but um, you got any information on the corona? I know it's some outbreaks and some 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 people quarantined at Travis Air Force Base right now. Mm, I know that. Mm. Nah, I just got the last report that I don't know, bro. Like this should be killing me. It's just like the like how these reports like roll out. It just it it it's crazy how they. Like it, it's almost <coughs> as if you're you're fishing for somebody to have, like money just did a as speech. I just cough yeah <laughs> like like L like, L you should have seen L faces like nigga that's that that's that Rona <laughs> that's that Rona <laughs> like over here sniffling like, and bro, shit like so like they just fishing for that you know what I mean then you could write a whole article on it so I don't you know I don't know what to think in these type of situations but um there was some wild ass shit. Like, I did have, like, a, a, a resident that was, like, uh, always, it's always tone deaf about things. Uh-huh. But was, like, uh, d- uh, d- well, this is when I was gone, but asked the, um, asked the person at the desk. I was, like, d- d- so do you feel like, do you feel like we should be quarantining off a certain population of this building? Cause Get the fuck out of here. They bro, did not say that. Bro, dead ass. Oh, dead ass. We just talked about how racist shit is. That might be the most awesome racist shit ever. Bro, dead ass. She was like, she was like, because I know we got a certain amount of population here, and you know. But wait, how you gonna be racist and still try to be PC? That's crazy, bro. I know we got a certain population, bro. Nigga. I know we got a certain population of what's uh, such Yo. and such here. So, don't you think that we should be a little proactive and start quarantining? <laughs> That's. Like, I'm sorry. That's funny. Like that, like that was sorry, the first story. That was the first story I got back to. I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." That's that's that sounds. I'm wild. sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh Jesus. So yeah, that's a that's a thing out there. But um, I mean, yeah. Once you once you watch the news, and they'll they'll have you all hyped about. Some well, shit. well, something to be hyped about. That's just annoying because I have so many friends that just for business purposes travel back and forth to China. Mm-hmm. Um, that that outbreak happened before Thanksgiving, my nigga. They didn't cut off air travel until Christmas. Mm. So there's a month, there's a, there's a full month of travel unaccounted for, people just hitting different yeah, parts of the world, place, yeah. you know? And so the, the neglect, but the neglect was all based on the politics of shit. Mm-hmm. So we funking with y'all not seeing eye to eye. So as a byproduct, we not communicating. And now nah, you can still get people in and out. We not going to miss this money. And cause it's, and it's, and it's the, it's the height of travel season. Mm. So they weren't missing out on that bread. So it's like, I don't know, man. And then, and then on top of that, for it to be some just the just the amount of man-made viruses and diseases, bro, that that it just it just it it all feels. If you want to get this, is it? Can we do conspiracy corner at this point? Why not? It just you know what I'm saying. It it always has that element or that undertone to it, you yeah. know. And it just that's fr- that's more frustrating than anything. Yeah. Um, I was, just I, a, I was, just I was, a neglect. I was probably it was wild that they even came with a cool name for this one. Like <laughs> they they, they would let this motherfucker ride, boy. Man. Corona, coronas. But um, 
I kind of just want to talk about how much I hate barbershop talk. Oh, that's what I well, I wanted to know what that what that even stemmed from. Yeah, like I hate barbershop talk so much <laughs> that I cut my own hair, cuss. Like that's wait, wait, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Gee, what is wrong with you, bro? Real life. Real I life. hate barbershop talk so much. I cut my own bro, hair. I figured out how to cut my own shit. Yo, I got a time for it, bro. Yo, I hate those conversations, bro. Like I'm all for people having their own opinion. Oh my god! But I just hate. I'm done I just with hate you, dumb bro. comments, bro. I'm not like niggas that put no thought into this, into <laughs> what you saying. You're just letting this shit rip. Gee. Huh? You just said I hate barbershop talk so much. So you couldn't be on the shop then. Huh? Bri- Brian and them would get on your nerves. Brian and Mav would get on your nerves. No, Mav would get on my nerves. <laughs> no. Now every time Mav talk, I'll be like, bro, you lucky you have Brian next to you, buddy. Because like Mav, Mav would fully get on your nerves. Like you fully, know what, bro. You know what, man? I'm gonna go cut my hair at home. I'm sick of this shit. My nigga, like, like, no, it was cringeworthy. That's what. Okay, that was, that's actually that, that's a good point. Because it was cringeworthy the one when Brian wasn't there to uh, kind of cipher the the conversation. Because Mav, no, Mav is kind of toned down sometimes when yeah. when Brian is around, at least yeah. for 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 that yeah. show. But the one that he did not show up to. Was the one where they had uh, Lil Nas X in mm-hmm. there, and like everybody was talking over the person that's actually experiencing it. Exactly, I, I hated that. It was uh, I think I think Kevin Hart was Kevin there, Hart, so like, Nas there, X, yeah. and, and it was over Kevin there Love, talking, maybe and Kevin Love. So yeah. they was talking, they was talking over uh, Lil Nas X about uh, the experience of, uh, of of being gay. Yeah, and then they were talking over um, Kevin Love about Kevin Love over <laughs> about like the, the depression. Uh, depression. Yeah, it's like, so, fam, can y'all shut up and let them talk? My nigga, like, bro, like. Like when so that that's like the that's like the perfect example of, of like how of, of, of barbershop talk You're and right. how conversations go is You're that right. part of part of a conversation is listening, my nigga, and it's not a better time to listen than when, when actual people who are, who are dealing with they're living something yeah. or are an expert in something, then they have yeah. you know kind of give them the forefront to enlighten you on something. Absolutely. Instead of you always being just because of your position or yeah. what you think you are. Uh, being at the forefront of talking about some shit and being com- dead ass wrong, dead ass wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's hilarious though. It 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 comes from Th- bro, such a- barbershop talk is so much dead ass wrong conversation. Oh no, it but kills that's me. it's that that it's shit nails on chalkboard to me. It's one of my biggest you, pet peeves. And you, and you know what it is because niggas in the barbershop either got the radio running or the news running. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. some or some combination yeah, recycling of the other, misep- and they're re- misinformation. recycling misinformation, and it, that shit that shit is prominent in the barbershop, mm. and when you go to your grandparents' house, mm. I told that story when mm. I went to grandma uh, grandma house and her and Ted was sitting in there watching TMZ, yeah, about TMZ. and Ted was <laughs> Ted was asking me about this Kanye, this damn Kanye get on my nerves. I said, Pop, what you know about Kanye? Well, shit, I seen on the TMZ that he was doing. I said, Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. TMZ is your new. I didn't, and that, and that's when I didn't know TMZ had a news channel. My nigga, they yeah. come on at prime time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually, oh. they actually followed up. Like they got an hour set, and then they follow it up with their like <laughs> condensed version. Oh, they hitting minutes. the lick lick. Oh yeah, they're in, in prime time. Like right when people get off of work, oh, that's their segment. Yo, to, to update you on everything that's going on. So I'm yeah, they in there that. work. They are there warping all kind of minds. I'm fucking sick. Yeah, so uh-huh. yeah, that I, that I just came that just came across my like that was just a thought that I had. I was like, damn, bro. It was actually as I was cutting my hair, I was like, damn, I really, <laughs> I, really. Hate I did this so I don't have to go to the barbershop. Bro, shop. I really, really hate the barbershop, yeah. bro. Like, I cannot stand it. Um, I had I had an I had an encounter um this weekend, huh. 
that made me reflect on ownership in in engagement, right? Mm-hmm. So how how what percentage are you liable when someone abuses your trust, mm. when someone abuses your generosity? Mm. Um, how liable are you for that? And mm. I settled that. I settled that ninety percent. Mm. Um, Cause the first time is like cool. The first, the first. I was about to say the first time. I don't think you're liable at all. Yeah, the first time don't really count. Yeah. So the first time, that's that's why that's why I just throw the I just completely throw the first time. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm because it only it only hurts if you allow it to happen again. Correct. Correct. Um, so had an encounter where someone did exactly what they've been doing in a relationship, and I hit Poe. I was a I hit Poe. I was about to hit you, and I called my mom. Luckily, all y'all was busy, cause I was just going to, I was just going to vent, and in the process of venting, I was just gonna be annoyed with myself for regurgitating what I had said already. Hmm. Like literally, I had just said it in L.A. Hmm. to Poe, hmm. so I was gla- I was hella glad Poe didn't, cause I called Poe first. I was so glad he didn't answer the phone, mm-hmm. cause Poe's one of them niggas like, bro, you just said this to me. Get off my phone. <laughs> Yeah. Like and not even being rude, just going fam. Like I can't even. You just said this, money. Yeah, you know. And I was think I just had to ride in silence, kind of think about that. I was like, oh, this is on me. Hmm. And um, it just it, I don't know. It just got me to thinking about you know in any relationship and hmm. uh, you know in 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 the 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 what what's reciprocated, what's being displayed. I have I personally G have a tendency to someone someone will show me exactly who they are mm-hmm. and I go oh I'm going to make them behave different cuz mm-hmm. I cuz I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. And then and then when they are who they are, you sitting there looking sick like man, I can't believe they did that to me. Yes you can, nigga. <laughs> you watch them do it to everybody else who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You know? Um so it's a hard conversation to have with yourself. I'd tell you that much. As much as you're on that side, money, I am so far on the other side that it's also uh, a slight problem. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mine is more so the amount of proving that has to go into a trustworthy process for me um, uh, makes it a situation where there isn't... um, Ah, I see. You know what I mean? Like, there there isn't... Ain't no no room for you to get hurt because good luck getting through here. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that walls up, that walls up so tough. I was, I was lit, but that's crazy that you even brought that up because I was literally just having this conversation um, off of just like somebody, somebody being completely irritated with my processing of things and like how, and how closed off I come across, like how methodical and, um, and like technical and, um, and like, uh, I guess that's like just a, just a technical way of going about yeah, yeah, life, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like calculate it, you yeah, know what I mean? Like like yeah. a lot of that goes into my day to day, which doesn't leave much opening for, um, you know, just allowing like the emotional portion of things to come in, which a lot of that will will take place in, 
uh, with like people trying to get close to close to you or just being or just being around you like that yes. to get close to you and learn more about you. You know what I mean? Like that was something that came up to, that, that was brought to my attention. And truth be told, I don't allow it off the same fact that I first and foremost you go you go through a you go through like a. Uh, um, a grooming period with mm-hmm. me, you know what I mean? Like I gotta put you in certain situations to see how you thrive in them. You know but why? I mean? I, so Mike, because you go on the opposite of the spectrum, and that, yeah. that being a problem, I don't see that as a problem. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wholeheartedly, honestly wish that I was more like that, mm. um, and for so many reasons. Because my love language, personally, is I need to see you in in tense situations. Mm-hmm. Um. Where I personally am forecasting that I'll be, the stakes ain't going to get lower, my nigga. They're going to get higher. Mm-hmm. So if you can't handle the pressure of now, oh, you're fucked for where we about to go. Completely. So let's let's dead this now. Mm-hmm. However, the onboarding process for me ain't really that hard. Oh, oh, you dope? Come fuck with me. Mm. Until, until, until your personality or all the extra shit that comes with you outweighs how dope you are. Because mm. um, my, like, how we finesse, like, L.A. is a perfect example. Mm. I would just sit back and just watch my niggas finesse and be so proud because I personally envisioned that a decade ago, me, you, Poe, Freak, Deal, Davey, somewhere remote with no resources and niggas come out fully fed, fully clothed, drip, <laughs> chicks, all the shit. You don't need, ain't never, and the amount of money ain't never determined none of that. None of that. And I, I, I'm I, proud of that. I'm proud of our ability to finesse in any situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so watching that, I was like, damn, this look good. Mm-hmm. And it's a tool. It's a 100% tool. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said I've seen I when shit happens, niggas is just fluid. Like don't nobody panic. Just all right, audible. That's the part. Fluid. It's just it's just it's so unspoken. It's like, yeah. hey, this ain't happening right now, so we this is what we on. Yeah. And you like bet. Poe like bet. Freak like bet. Dill and Davey would have been there, they'd been like bet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've seen that shit so much, you know, and so it's something it's something that I deem a commodity. In, in entertainment, in pursuit of being a, an entrepreneur, and 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 having having multiple revenue streams, and just outworking everybody, you got to be fluid and and just willing to take on whatever is in front of you, and not panic in the face of what. what if you think this is pressure, nigga, wait, wait till wait till the deliverables are are twice this, and the budget that you're on the hook for is quadruple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, like uh, my favorite, my favorite thing of the last decade is Hov's uh, rap radar interview, where he goes, "Everybody wants to completely disregard the process of me becoming the Jay Z y'all know today." Mm. That's so unfair. The same no's and the same doubt and the same critics that all these other niggas faced, I faced too. Mm. Dame Dame can't wait to tell everybody that nobody wanted to sign Hov. And so 
out of out of nobody wanting to fuck with them, they go start their own shit. Right. That's the same thing that happened to me. Nobody wanted to fuck with me. And nobody wants to admit it now because things are moving. No, bro, when I when I moved back here, G, I couldn't book a show to save my fucking life, bro. I couldn't get a feature to save my life. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get nothing. I lived with engineers that wouldn't record me, my nigga. Mm-hmm. $100,000 deal three years into doing this shit. My roommates wouldn't mix my record, bro. Because mm-hmm. I ain't have $100 to get in. Mm-hmm. Nigga, if you don't mix this record so we can get this 100 k it's all every, every and it's like, money. Why you work so hard? Out of necessity, ain't no nigga telling me I can't get no money, man. I, and I got that from your dad. Yeah, and, and nobody telling me I can't get no money wherever I want to get money at. I'm, I'm like I and when I and I told my, I got to see my OGs in Oregon, like my my real OGs, the first niggas I ever seen count a hundred in 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 an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm watching them do ungodly things to touch paper. So when I came back and and was wanting to do this rap shit, I'm thinking rappers wanted to get money. These rappers niggas don't want to get no money, man. They want to be famous, yo. Completely. They want to be famous and they want to be popular. Mm-hmm. They they much rather a chick recognize who they are than actually get some paper. Oh, yeah. So all I got to do is outwork them. That shit deeper and darker. Come on, man. All we got to do is outwork them. That's This has been the easy, this has been like stealing, G. Because the shit that it take rappers to turn around two weeks in, you can do it in an hour. Could you imagine somebody working that hard just to get some attention from a woman? That's what they're doing. 90% of these rappers out here work are doing everything they can just for a look to be famous. Just got your priorities all wrong. Come on, man. That shit's sick with it. Sick. I'm, I'm so confused by that <laughs> by that whole lore deal right there, man. Oh, man. Well, I, I could do the shit for you, bro. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we ended down that dark tunnel, but... uh, That shit's sick with it. What you, you talking about you? the... Uh... Oh, yeah, that uh, that makes some brother love thing. I don't, I don't want to rehash that. That shit's weird. I, yeah, I don't want to do that. Unless you, that's the same thing, same Yeah, talk. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah, man. Um, thank y'all for fucking with us. Uh, new merch is coming. I can't hey. wait. Um, we got fuck it. We got hoodies coming. Um, they'll be available. I'm only putting them up on IG, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. Only way. Fuck the website. We bypassing all of that shit. Uh, tax free government. Fuck with me. Um, <laughs> that's sick to say. <laughs> Nah, hoodie, uh, new Brave Area hoodies coming, new logos, man. We want to keep shit lit out here. Uh, look out for them. I'm doing pre-orders. They're limited. It's only five per size in each color. They're going to go fast, so don't sleep on the shit. Uh, DM uh, at Meet the Brave Podcast, at NoIGLG, or at Monty Draper to get more information on all of that. And then we got Meet the Brave uh, merch coming as well, too. So... Fuck with us. Keep looking out. Keep saying tapes. Tune in. Like, rate, subscribe. Um, Feel me? Follow. You know, that is our currency. And I can't wait for the new shit we have post 100 episodes. Uh, shout out money when you see him? Yeah, hey, facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, don't shout me out, nigga. Don't. Just dap me up, man. Just dap me up. Just, just talk. Just nah, feel bro, with me. Far, bro. Peace, you see, king. You see a nigga that look like Mike, Peace, bro. King. Shout that nigga out, bro. <laughs> you see a nigga that look like me. <laughs> Oh man, you got anything else, G? Uh, nah, bro. Nah. All right, man. Uh, you guys, you guys, stay safe out there. Stay, t- stay checking on your loved ones too. Let's keep, let's keep that thing going. Um, tomorrow yeah, is not man. promised, man. Check on your loved ones, and we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.